We're live. Woo! We Welcome. Have, we had some complaints on our sound. <laughs> We've adjusted, so I think we're coming at them quite loud today. Loud so and proud. You might want to adjust your headphones. No need to buy better ones, Barrett. <laughs> this is all good. So it is my day. Yes. And I am just in full-on attack mode. As, with Shelly. As you can see by yeah, your shirt. Sleeve monster shirt. I've been ardently against this. I'm just making words up. I think you are. Ardent yeah. is a word, though. Yeah. I've been against the sleeve monsters. But anyway, I almost didn't wear a hat today. Well, the flow would have been I did see your hair the other real. day without a hat, and it was, it was a little mullety. Oh, it's way mullety. Mm. We have family pictures coming up. Are you going to cut it? No. <laughs> Lindsay didn't say anything about it, so I'm just leaving it. Are you going to, like, can you even style it? Have you tried to oh, style yeah. it? Oh, yeah. It looks pretty pretty good. Barry Melrose would be proud. You have no idea who Barry no. Melrose is. Anyways. Was he on Melrose Place? No, he was, uh, I mean, yeah, he did have a hockey part of a show called Melrose Place. He oh. was a hockey coach and a commentator. One of the best heads Which of is, hair in hockey. Oh, okay. Mullet. Anyways, I don't have a mullet. I have, I have sick flow right now. Sick. And I'm hanging on to the flow for a while. Mm. Lindsay did say she has to... I don't know why I'm sharing this. She has to trim the little baby hairs. She's oh, like, yes. you gotta get the, the buzzer the out. The clean line. Not like my that. back. But little neck hairs. I don't have... You know, You're letting Not into grow. the back hair. But anyways, yeah, I was surprised. She's like, yeah, we have family pictures, like the third or something. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you have a shirt with this color? And she didn't even bring up my hair. So is it family, like extended family or just you guys? Like, yeah, Pam Gord. I think oh. it was part of like a birthday gift or anything, oh. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, no word. She must not hate it. Because I remember talking about in the past, be sitting there, I'm like, Lindsay, I'm going to grow my hair out. Just putting the feelers out there. And she's like, no. But... She just kind of gave up. Well, maybe she just COVID like broke her down. Her bottles. Maybe I don't know what she saved it for, but I won't be ready if she's like, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, a little sip of coffee, hustle cups there. Yours is just a black cup, the way you're handling it, but it's all good because I think it's backwards on the TV. So today, put it on this side. I want to touch on my hundred day challenge. Mm-hmm. I just did my third scan. You have the social dilemma. Mm-hmm. I've heard big things. I've heard big things. It's kind of up my alley is what I've heard. Yeah, but kind of also, It's a documentary, right, for the people yeah. that... Yeah, documentary on Netflix. I think it was just released yeah. earlier this month. Very good. It is up your alley, but at the same time, it kind of discredited, discredits your theories. Some of them. Well, it gives another perspective. Yeah. It's like I have no idea what I'm arguing at right now, but I can't can't believe that I'm wrong. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's basically um, it's all these like former employees from Google and Twitter and Pinterest and Facebook and Instagram. Interesting. On there saying like we are heading down a really dangerous pass path. Path. You're having a hard time wordsing it. Wordsing it. You're yeah. making up words, and I just can't get my words. All right. Out. Before we get to that, I am super interested in that. I want to touch. You said you've had some stress. Let's no, let's talk oh, a little bit about Shelly and just what's going on, Shelly. Before we get to your intense as hell job interview, we're gonna get to know Shelly today. That is me taking over. We're just <laughs> we're just. 
putting Shelly in a corner and interrogation. Lots of questions. Um, well, lots. it's funny that it's a job interview because I'm feeling overwhelmed because I just restarted my third job. Say what now? So I'm back at the market. You're still means. teaching. Yeah, so You're I still, teach and I come You're doing here. well. And I work at the market, and then I like still am maintaining my health coaching business at the same time. I did hear that the market was opening up. Again. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Waffle lady told me. Caitlin, Caitlin. Yeah. 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 Oh, waffle would be good right now. Our waffles are good. Oh my gosh, I got the kids milkshakes yesterday, and I just had to watch them. <laughs> no milkshakes for me, but they're really good. Anyways, How do you what's know? overwhelming? Just all of it. They all of were really good. Like mm-hmm. the kids, not the milkshakes. Oh. So. So did you start the in. market yesterday? Yeah. And how was day? Was that day one? Uh, day one for me, my sister-in-law did it the week before. It was okay. This time of year isn't great for us because people are harvesting from their own garden. So Pe- normal people have gardens. Mm. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. Way more this year than. Yeah, I guess. Regular people were worried about being self-sustainable. COVID harvesters. Yeah. So it was a little slow, but kind of on par for this time of year for us so yeah and that why is it so stressful don't you just go there and you stand and you sell yeah but it's stressful time that i am not doing housework or collecting papers or is it yeah but you've always done this is it the time off that you know you've got it's not part of your routine so Mm. get back into it my stamina is not up to par why because I had too much time off. Oh, <laughs> I got to work back into it. The slumps. The slumps yeah. from this COVID. So you're a little overwhelmed. Yeah. You regrouped on the weekend, though. Regrouped which is today this only. This morning. Yeah. <laughs> you got a coffee. You're feeling good. Yeah. I yelled at my children. Yeah. And then apologized. Oh, I do that a lot. Yeah. I'm stressed yes. out. Sorry. You guys said that you were going to do two loads of towels yesterday, and you didn't. I got Thanks some towels I can fold here. My goodness. Well, they didn't even wash them, didn't they? Simultaneous sip. All right, I want to talk a little bit about my 100 days. So I'm three weeks in. Okay, but let me put in a... Oh, segue? Segue, Greg? No, just because... <laughs> <laughs> Local humor. Us. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I well, think so. shout out. Um, or he follows me. Don't I care. Have, um, I have... I'm starting a challenge tomorrow that I want I thought to you were after. I thought you already were starting one. 100 days well, of bliss or some shit. Yeah. I want... I'm 90 days to create a new lifestyle. 90 days from tomorrow till Christmas. It's 90 days. Oh, my god. Okay. You, go, you do yours first. All right. Well, I just... Not that too many people really care about this, but I'm going to give you a breakdown, and a lot of people will be like, oh, well, that's nice. And yeah. some people will be like... I don't give a shit. I wish I could fast forward. And you can. You can. You can. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're three weeks in. I have consumed 45,675 calories. In three weeks. In three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I've burned 95,550 calories. Wow. 26,489 calories in the gym, which is a little low. I don't know if that's accurate. I think Tyra Ray Monitor screwed me over because I think that's less than 1,500 a day. And I was getting well over. Oh. So I don't know. Maybe I don't the know. Tyra Ray Monitor is not a good adder. Because the math just doesn't add up. But I'm going to figure it out. So far in these three weeks, down 10 pounds. Wow. 8.1 pounds of that is fat. 1.9 pounds of that is lean. And if you remember from last update, I had actually lost more lean muscle than mm. that. So in this past week, 
I lost fat and gained muscle. So this was a good, good week. Good this week. was a good week. I'm down 2.4% body fat. Chest is one and a half inches bigger. Guys do care about that, right? Yeah. And my waist, Pecs. my waist, 2.3 inches smaller. Wow. In three weeks. Isn't that crazy? Are your and pants all, falling off? I wear, I don't wear pants. You don't wear pants. pants. Like I wear, elastic these things waistband. are elastic. <laughs> these things will fit me if I got a 50 inch waist or a 24. All good. All good. So, I mean, all these are pretty good numbers. And like yeah. a lot of the people that do the six week challenge are like, well, I don't think I can burn 4% body fat or lose 20 pounds. I'm on pace to burn 4.8 and lose 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. There's probably some people out there that didn't think I could lose 20 pounds. And I guess I haven't yet, so I don't want to get too cocky. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to. It's in the bag. It's in the bag. I actually good at setting goals and getting to them. I actually expect to get to lose, get to lose. I expect to lose 6% body fat in the six weeks. I think so. Anyways, we'll see. I'll be sticking with this diet for another two weeks. So it'll be 35 days of this low-carb approach. And then we will look to adjust. But to get these, like to attain this, all you have to do is work out two and a half hours a day. (laughs) And have and have a calorie deficit of 2,000 to 2,500 calories a day. No big deal. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. You got to find time to do it. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. Anyway, so that's why I'm pretty proud so far. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, again, not looking to get skinny, so things could change here. But uh, eight pounds away from my goal weight. Cool. But I have, I think I have 50 pounds of fat. I need to get that down to 23 and, and be at two, 230 Where are you pounds. at in your, like, in the time frame? Like you said, you're week was, three out of... This is day 21 out of 100. Out of 100. Oh, you're not even a quarter of So I'm 20% done. Wow. Yeah. So, should be pretty good, I would think. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm on pace to lose roughly 12, not roughly, exactly 12% exactly. body fat, which would get me down to 11 and a bit. My goal's 10. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Mm. Yeah. So do you think that this is something like after the 100 days that you're going to sustain? Then? Yeah, I think so. I Well, like I said before, my goal is to get to a certain point and then maintain and then just consume, you know, what I burn. So if I burn mm-hmm. 4,500 calories a day, I've got room to right. consume 4,500 calories mm-hmm. in a day. I mean, I don't know if I won't take any days off and I'll definitely have beer or whiskey or whatever. And it'll just be limiting the processed stuff and stuff that, like, I don't crave candy. I grab a carrot. You know what I mean? Like, I don't crave anything right now. Mm. Beer, nothing. I just, when you have goals, right? You just lock it in. and Yeah, you are good at the goal setting. So I, I'm enjoying this, and I'm enjoying keeping track of everything on the chronometer and everything which is the app that I mentioned last week with the food. And Mm -hmm. anyways, I got to my, (laughs) I went over yesterday on my protein at 1 PM yesterday. I was at my protein limit and 300 calories away from my calorie limit. Mm -hmm. So I kind of kept moving the whole day. And then later that night I had a chicken breast, put me a little bit over on my protein. I had a lot of protein yesterday, but I didn't go over my calories. Everything is good. That's the most important thing. If you're keeping track of your macros, as long as you're in a calorie deficit, that's the most important thing. I mean, obviously, getting all your protein in, if your goal is to lose weight and gain muscle, it's important to get the protein. But Uh the biggest thing, if you burn more calories than you eat, it's that simple. 
Now, you can nitpick a little bit if you're consuming Starburst and Cinnabon and right, staying so within your macro or your calorie count. Uh-huh. It's, that's not going to do shit for you. Yeah. Anyways, just a little update. Hopefully, it inspires a few people, and we'll see how it goes uh, after the next scan. Might be down to 235. Congratulations. Who knows? Who knows? Again, it's a lot of like all you got to do and self regulation and stuff. Yeah, but I, it, it also helps that I live at a gym. Yes, you know what I mean? So it doesn't, doesn't hurt. The food, the food part, I think, is where I would struggle. And I am 1000% a carnivore. So, mm-hmm. right now, with my high pro, I go, my splits are 45% protein, 10% carbs, 45%. Sorry, it's like 42, 10, whatever. You do the math, 12. So it's it's a high protein. All I got to do is eat meat. Mm-hmm. Like it's very simple. You're not getting constipated? Uh, Restorelax. Oh. Restorelax. Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of Restorelax. So I did go a few days without. Mm-hmm. We're talking about this. So this is just real Talk life. This time. is real life. And uh, so I started getting into the... Again. I shaved. I shaved. <laughs> again yesterday so and the and the metabol's going and the and the coffee's just kicking in here but uh yeah it was a little backed up but i still like i my carbs are all green like that's i'm not having no carbs i'm just having a little lower carbs at 55 grams a day Uh it's not keto it's not even really considered too low yeah but i think it's it's not just about your vegetables like that it's just a lot of fiber right yeah and I take a shit ton of vitamins, pun intended. And that yeah, includes fiber. Well, that could, and, but sometimes that causes constipation, too. Well, you know what? We're doing okay, Shelly. Good. We're doing all right. Tell me about Restorelax. this. Restorelax. Yes, Restorelax. Moving on. Thank okay. you. Okay. So Tell me about the social dilemma a no, bit. Oh, your I goals. Told you. I told you I was going to railroad you all day. Oh all right. So, um... You did inspire me, but I was a little bit um, behind getting going on the challenge that I'm starting. But I've got a 90-day challenge. Okay. I have some people joining me. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. How many people are joining you? I don't know. Right like, now, Is this I like a five. cult thing? Five! Yeah, it's a cult. You got a full... Um, I got like... That's a following. I'm sending out some information later on today, but it's nine. Oh, adding yeah. nine things to your day. Nine things. Oh, uh, I ain't got time for that. 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, that's because you work I'm just kidding. three hours. I'm just kidding. I've been whitening my teeth for 30 minutes today. I can cut that out so I can have brown you teeth. You can do and some of these while whitening your teeth. Whitening? Whitening. Pretty good. Whitening. All right. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> um, they're mostly based off of the rituals for living that we did in the Robin Sharma book. The monk one. Yeah. And the Lamborghini. Ferrari. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll get it one of these days. Yeah. So it's just... Um, simple stuff that doesn't take up stuff. a lot of time, but can totally transform your life. Especially like the stress and um, the oh, that's great. passion part of your life. Mm. P- passion. Yeah. Wow. Like if you're like feeling, oh, life. Yeah. Doldrums. Eat like Eeyore. I lost my tail. Yeah. You know, yeah, I've been there. This is going to make you more like hey, whatever, the poo. Whatever floats your boat. So you're just going to eat honey all day. No. <laughs> the, the only thing that I added in about food, one of them is eat more veggies. <laughs> That's just like a shameless plug for scare Right, yeah. Farm. <laughs> Come to the market, eat more veggies. <laughs> yeah. Pad my pocket. Yeah. Do you, know, do you ever hear the book, The Towel of Poo? 
Without laughing? No, I've never heard it without laughing. What is the Tower of Pooh? Tao. T-A-O. It's like... Oh, the Chinese like Tao? Yeah. So it's like all of the characters in the in Winnie the Pooh would be all of the different character types in the world and how each of them represent. Like, you, you're probably a tigger. Say what? A tigger. Tigger and tiger. Yeah. Bouncy, 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 bouncy. Me, bouncy. There are a lot of people that would uh, dispute that, I think. Yeah. Like busy, you know. And then there's Eeyore, who's always doing something. I'm not not doing anything. And Piglet, who's always worried. And Pooh is just Pooh. I feel like I'm Piglet, Tigger, and Eeyore. (laughs) Maybe. It just kind of depends. What's what's Pooh, then? Pooh is... (laughs) I cannot say Pooh without... Winnie the Pooh. Ah, uh, Winnie's worse. Stick with Pooh. Like, Winnie. Like, he just, he's Pooh. He knows who he is. He's Pooh. <laughs> Why did they call it that? Winnie the Pooh. I don't know. It's a British thing. It probably means something else. Like, well, same Winnie way. Winnie is after it, Winnipeg, actually. Winnipeg Pooh? <laughs> no, the Winnie part is after. It was like from the, the war, and there was a bear what? that was one of the army regiments. Mascots, or I don't know. I could have just made that me. all up. I well, might have. We're going that. with it. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is after. Towel of Pooh. I've never heard of it. I'm going to look it up. I'm kind of interested. It's very interesting. Is this so? You the whole your whole ninety days is based around Pooh. <laughs> yes. Oh, and and a maturity level. We're around Tao-ism, of a fourteen year old. Tao-ism. Tao-ism. Yeah. I like. Qualms with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that right? So I don't have any opinions on anything. A segue now into the social dilemma. All right, give it to me. Tell me where I'm right, and forget the stuff where I'm wrong. I'm not gonna say. I'm just kidding. Tell me about be it. Unbiased. So I uh, I'm very interested. Like I said, I got a rundown uh, from Steve Dara a mm-hmm. little bit, and uh, it piqued my interest. And if I wasn't so tired last night, parenting solo mish. While Lindsay's away shopping, I was going to watch it. But I instead got seven minutes of Bad Boys for Life in and fell asleep. Wow. (laughs) Good. Exciting Saturday night. Social Dilemma hit me. Social Dilemma. So um, basically it explores what social media has done to our society. Mm -hmm. So I know we've probably touched on this before about how it's not good for kids and the mental health issue, but this goes like way deeper, way deeper and into like all the data mining that it's doing and how like all of us, like every one of our clicks is basically for sale for the highest bidder. Yeah. When it's free, you are the product. Yes, that's, it talks a lot about that Boom. product. But the thing that I was disappointed kind of in is that they didn't really offer any solution. Turn your damn phone off. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. Delete app. But Why then, not? Well, think about... Uh, Incognito or the many, VPNs. There's those VPNs where you could get it. and it, it, it did say turn off your notifications, for sure. Like that you're not always having that yeah. in your pocket. Yeah. And it's tough. there's like AI that's developed for if you're not checking, like if you're not on your phone after a certain amount of time, they'll bump a message into like a notification into your box or whatever so that you get more, like you pick it up and you they'll get screen bump your time. box. Bump your box, yeah. which could be in your pocket. There you go. Yeah, it is creepy and it'll be something, and Steve kind of mentioned this when we were talking because he's been 
big uh, Pittsburgh fan. And he would have been off his phone for, I don't know how many hours he said, and then he, all of a sudden he gets a notification about a story about Pittsburgh's coach said this or mm-hmm. whatever. And mm-hmm. he's like, holy crap. Like, yeah. What's going on here? I don't, I never get these notifications. And, yeah. You know, and then he's off his phone for a while and then boom. TSN update or something. And it talked about how um, those notifications like will eventually like sway you. So it talked a lot about how they're using it politically. Mm -hmm. And it did talk a lot about the conspiracy theories and Pizzagate. Yeah, we'll see how that comes to play. And what was the other one? I don't know if I have it written down here. No. Oh, Pizzagate, the flat earth whole thing, how that's going. Yeah, I don't even get how that works, but anyways yeah they didn't mention about the russian conspiracy yes they did yeah with the how, facebook how that swayed the votes. well for three years congress talked about trump was in collusion with russia mm-hmm. now, now it's come to light that pretty much he's the only one that didn't anyways it, and i know you don't follow that, that. I don't think but it's funny they don't Trump's mention that name was even mentioned once that's good i don't think i have to go through it again anyway it's a lot of information coming at you like Fast, interesting as hell. But it's, I highly recommend it. So it's just, like honestly, you're you're simply a pawn in their game. Yeah, it's creepy as hell. And there's no regulations on it. Yeah, I don't even know how you regulate that stuff. It's I know, hard. Like, I think it brought They're up too the big fact for that their own britches. Like the phone company back in the day when we used to have phones would have had a lot of information on you, but right. there was regulations on how you used it, how they could use it, or like Saturday morning cartoons when you were a kid mm-hmm. that's when you there was regulations on what ads could be shown and right. stuff well now if kids are on YouTube there's no regulations it's a wild wild west yeah yeah I'm sure there's something in the works and how to because social media has been at least in the states like they've brought them in front of Congress under quite a bit of scrutiny mm-hmm. I mean basically they decide what you see and with the elections and stuff they can be pumping out all this pro yeah. Democrat stuff, anti Republican stuff. They've taken down Republican pages mm-hmm. and, and not taken so down it's, Democrat it's pages. Willing to pay, basically. Right, and Silicon Valley is way, way left wing politically, and they're not gonna, and they get away with it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There, there's plenty of proof about them being very anti-conservative and Mm -hmm. and pro-liberal and they're open about it and undercover video has exposed that but uh i mean what what can you do i mean the well i don't really want to say (laughs) that we will move on okay i think there's another look at the restraint on me out there um i think that's by cbc and it's about amazon and the same thing all the data mining that Mm. they do and how much they know about us that guy's gonna be the world's first trillionaire by like 2025 or something if he keeps this pace it's crazy he did really he well he started with COVID. a bookstore in his garage it's a great story get your eye fixed but anyways Bezos Mine? Google a picture of him no, I'm sure he's a nice guy but uh, yeah it's, it's crazy when you look back through the COVID lockdown the companies that Thrived. Benefited, yeah. Like you shut down the mom and pop shops, Walmart mm-hmm. through the roof. Mm-hmm. You can't go to a flower shop or a bookstore or anything like that. Amazon, Amazon. through the mm-hmm. roof. Netflix I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, Netflix. Not a big fan. Did you look up the Cuties movie? 
Yeah. No, don't mention I didn't. that. Yeah. Anyways, pedo porn. Frig. Gross. Yes. I'm telling you, it's the next thing they're going for to normalize. But just like anything, so when I looked up the social dilemma just to try to get a summary, there's lots of posts that say it's um, being they're being overzealous or overhyping. So there's always going to be a side that says this is not this is bullshit. It's not really like that. Mm-hmm. But I think that the point that it brings home and everything else is that we have no way of really verifying what's true and what's not in the media well to a, uh, an extent i there. think i mean well there's a lot of citizen journalists that you can follow and you can look up you can dig through details on your own it is a lot more work mm. but a lot an uneducated voter is much easier to sway and they tend to vote one way and that was kind of what i wanted to avoid um, saying i don't mm-hmm. want to call anybody dumb or anything but mm-hmm. i mean they tend to vote more on like, feelings and like oh I like the way that guy mm-hmm. sounds that's nice I'm gonna vote for that guy oh mm-hmm. he's a neat 79 year old man that says some silly stuff sometimes that's cute <laughs> he's kind of funny I'm gonna vote for him because yeah. LeBron James told me to right you know holy shit it kind of makes me feel Grade like nine it's, education like it's futile why vote at all it's futile hey it's up to you I know but I don't like feeling like that it's futile I think every vote counts, unless some people get to vote twice with mail-in ballots, but, you know, what can you do? What can you do? But, I mean, I think it's futile that it's, it doesn't matter who you vote in, it's all the... Well, I think you're right for the past, ever since, well, we're sticking with the states, I think you're right. It was just uh, an illusion of choice until 2016, pretty much from Reagan to 2016 where whether you voted for bush or clinton you still got the same shit it was just had a different letter after the name mm-hmm. you know what i mean it was just kind of uh if you voted for mccain or obama you were getting the same shit mm-hmm. just a different with mccain there may have been more war but i guess we were pretty much at war the whole time with obama too right. but i think with uh with the current situation there's complete contrast you know somebody that does what they're they say they're going to do versus the same old illusion of choice mm-hmm. on the other side. Anyways. Anyway, Anyways. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Where was I wrong in any of that? You told me how this was going to like embarrass me. No, I, I didn't. I was so wrong in so many ways. I didn't say it was going to embarrass You said this is going to be a dagger for I said that some of your conspiracy theories are pointed out as being... You said Pizzagate and Flat Earth. When have I ever mentioned Pizzagate and Flat Earth? Your conspiracy theories are kind of brought out as being um, well, and I... Perpetuated by fake news. I... The Pizzagate thing it still intrigues me. Still intrigues me. I still think they're wealthy, wealthy people and a lot of child sex trafficking. Connected with pizza places? Well... No, not necessarily, but right. Pizzagate in general. Mm. I'm a weirdo. Yes. Anyways, I think the real conspiracy is if you think the government has your best interests in mind and will do that no matter what. I think if you believe that and if you believe that celebrities know what the F they're talking about, that's a conspiracy theory to me. Well, you're incredibly naive, I think. Yeah. Anything Anyways, that question you everything. Do question your homework. everything. That's right. Speaking of questions, what a segue, Greg, that one was. Job interview. Like, this is legit. If you were trying to get hired 
as the CEO of Hustle Athletic Training. <laughs> someday, someday that may be the case, yeah. right? Because I'm getting old and I won't be working forever. <laughs> I'm older than you. Well, but with six jobs on the go. <laughs> and I will be working. Okay, you got your thinking cap on? You got yeah, this is this like is my thinking cap. I could and I look I've got my suit on, my tie, <laughs> my hair's done, I have sleeves. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Shelly. Mm-hmm. What are your strengths? <laughs> right out of the gate. What are your, what are your strengths? Okay, now think you're interviewing honestly, like if if I was hiring you to manage the gym. How about that? The right. job opportunity mm-hmm. here. So not necessarily my background about in well, health. We're gonna, well, you know, you, you spill the beans. We're gonna be here for probably another ninety minutes. <laughs> oh my god, people! <laughs> no, I don't have time for that. Uh, my strengths. I'm. I think I'm definitely a people person. Okay. I get along well with most people, and um, whether it's a strength or not, I can usually, um, like, adapt to whatever situation I need to. Yeah. So one strength. What are your weaknesses? I said, I said people person, <laughs> adaptability, and I said that I have background in the health yeah. industry. My weaknesses, I don't listen. Mm-hmm. What are your weaknesses? <laughs> Patience. Please uh, <laughs> limit the list here. We got limited time. Um, so definitely I am impatient with myself a lot of times. Um, I have to slow down to do things all the way through and um, to, I kind of believe in multitasking, but know that it's not always the best way to do things. Oh, very good. This would be great though if like if an employer is watching this and then who knows what you're going to be doing right. in another year. This is great. Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> Ten years? Five Bitch. years first. Five years. Um, well, I guess I hope maybe in five years that um, I'll be living out in the country. Okay. Not in, not in town. In PEI? Yeah, in PEI. PEI? PEI, yeah. yeah. Um, and that I will be self-employed. Okay, I was wondering if it would be like, I'll have one job. One job, (laughs) self-employed, successfully, like financially successfully. But Yeah, so five years richer. No, yes, rather than five years more in debt. Well, yeah, that's that's good. Ten years. So, ten years, I would be still living out in the country. Um, Would you be retired? Business would be, no. 10 years? No, but I would like... Um, Tell the people. <laughs> 47 plus 10 is 57. I would like to be um, less hands-on with my own business. Like, it would be kind of running itself and that I would be just overseeing and profiting from it. Gotcha. Do you foresee yourself... This is just for me. Do you, will you ever retire? Will you always be in the market? Will you always mm-hmm. be self-help stuff and gym related do you see yourself staying active yes for sure yeah no i think i've always be um health concerned i think just how much i'm putting out there to other people will change very good tell me about an accomplishment you are most proud of this one's where you say my kids (laughs) (laughs) well maybe not Should we move on? Should we move on? An accomplishment? Yeah. I'm Um, most proud of. Like, you graduated from university, right? I did, yeah. But I think I've graduated from high school. Kindergarten was tough. Yeah, no. 
Um, well, I moved from Alberta with a two-year-old and a four-year-old and pretty much nothing else and have remade my whole life, basically, with the help of my family that lives here, but right. um, it was a tough go, and yeah, I think I'm proud of myself for that. Very good. Tell me about a time you made a mistake, just one. <laughs> um, these, are, these are tough. Yes. I'm like saying them and trying to think, and I'm just buying you some time right now. Mistake. But I'm like saying these and how I would answer them, and I'm like, this is friggin' hard. I've made lots. I'm glad I don't have to go to a job interview. I've made, lot, I've made lots of mistakes. Yeah, but what's, um, what's one mistake? Let's say job-related, work-related. Oh, okay. You know, maybe in a previous employment before you wanted to become the CEO of Hustle Global. Hustle Global. Um, as a teacher, like starting out, I made um, lots of mistakes by being um, less compassionate with kids. Mean, yeah. mean um, engaging in conflict rather than diffusing it. Like I can remember when I taught in Northern Manitoba, I was I got to oh, kick a girl huge out. Huge eye roll. <laughs> Northern Manitoba. And um, she's like, "Fine, I'm leaving," and swear word, swear word, and threw a binder. And I literally said. Okay, don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> you said so immature. Awful. That yeah, was terrible. That was twenty seven years ago though. <laughs> close. <laughs> Pretty close. What is your dream job? Sip on it. Um, Have a sip of the coffee. Mine's almost gone. How long have we been talking? My gosh. Mine's almost gone. Um I think I don't think that this was has always been my dream job, but as I've evolved my dream job now would be to have like a health and wellness company that actively like that was making a difference and helping people and yeah helping people not just like physical fitness but the internal stuff as well tell us a little bit about your educational background okay. where'd you go to high school kensington 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 yeah and university umb fredericton UNB. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I knew that. Yeah, I got so when I went into, I decided I wanted to be a teacher in grade nine. Yeah. Never have really entertained anything else <laughs> until recently. Um, so UNB had this program where you went right into your bachelor of education right from high school. So I only had four years, and then I got my. Oh degree. wow! Most people have like their BA or the. Right. I was going to ask you what you majored in, and then you, because mm -hmm. usually you major in something, and then go to education. Right. So Is I that did. How it works? Yeah, but I was in education. I did my honors in history because I was going to be a social studies teacher, but now I mostly teach English. Mm. Um, and then um, my uh, rest of my education was in like the School of Hard Knocks, teaching yeah. in Northern, Northern Manitoba. Manitoba. <laughs> Holy horse poop. That was a pretty steep learning curve. Yeah. And now I've. So I'm certified as a health coach, All kinds and a of life things. coach, so and a through life now. And a Reiki. Hip oh my gosh, you can, yeah, you got to have certification to rake leaves. Yeah, that's pretty good. What motivates you? Um, I'm like, you want to get your eye roll ready? Yes. My kids do for sure. It's like an eye roll. Like, um, I think that my. Foray into mental health has been fueled by them. Yeah. But like getting ahead and not having to work my nuts off all the time also yeah. motivates me. I guess women can have nuts nowadays. Who's your mentor? Yeah. Do you have shut the front door? <laughs> Do you have a mentor? That's a tough one. 
Um, I don't even know how I would answer that. Well, definitely, I think you you would be part of it. Like you are like oh, self-employed and all of that. So my dad and my brother, most a lot of people in my family. So are more like I guess. When I think of mentors, I guess it's somebody you go to and you bounce ideas off of. It's you're talking more people that have inspired you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I would probably. Yeah, that's how I'd probably answer it. That's good. That's good. Otherwise, Finish your coffee. A mentor that I would go. I've had some great people that I've worked with, like from the startup zone in Charlottetown, that have really helped me with my yeah. business model and stuff. Tell me about a time when you disagreed with your boss. Tell me a story. Well, don't tell that one, maybe. Is it school-related? Well, that's my boss. You want me to, I, I disagree He's with you not. all the time. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, tell us about one of those. No. Let I her rip. I have a big one that I would say. But um, this, what was the one? Can you tiptoe around the school yeah, one? Yeah, I'm going to, yeah. I think um, I don't always agree with assessment practices here. I think that here or like on the island. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I thought we were skipping the school pair and going straight for Hustle's neck. No. Okay. Um, I think that, like, we're still a little bit in that whole mind where if you give somebody a test, that's an accurate measure of how much they know or how good they are in life. I disagree with that. I think. Yeah. That's, what What would you replace it with? I think that well, for me, I just know the kids. By the time I'm done. Or the semester's done or whatever I know them and know what they're capable of and and I that's hard for like a starting teacher to have so you have to yeah. have a rubric and all of that stuff but I think I've been teaching long enough I know that yeah and you know where I stand with the cookie cutter stuff for mm-hmm. all cases it just doesn't yeah work and out. somebody that does well in school doesn't necessarily do well in life no that's and true there's dad, a lot of book smart people that are just dipshits in life. Yeah, and my dad didn't finish high school and was really successful. There you go. Had a bunch of businesses. Yeah, I mean, your current situation or even your your recent situations don't dictate your future. You know what I mean? You can Mm -hmm. always pick yourself up by your bootstraps and whatnot, whatever you're saying. It's very interesting. Holler back to your last time that you were in church. Yeah, there you go. What gets you up in the morning? Don't say your alarm. That was so right on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, I guess that's along the same lines as what motivates you. Well, no. I think that um, for me it's um, ritual is not the right word, but like routine. Mm-hmm. That's what gets me up every morning. If I, if I break out of my routine, then everything goes sideways. What is your favorite website? I don't have one. You don't have one? You don't go to like ESPN.com. You know what I mean? Like, not something you check every day. Facebook, I guess. You a Facebook rat? I check like to make sure nobody's mess, like see if somebody's messaged me or something about Sacred Mm -hmm. Grove, but Mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What makes you uncomfortable? Failure. Yeah. Humiliation. Conflict. Yeah. I'm not very good at conflict. I think I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> I'm getting real. super hot. Are you getting warm in here? It's getting out here. Oh, these questions. What are some of your leadership experiences? Hmm. Hmm. We're almost done with this interview, and I'm still on the fence. Okay. <laughs> Bedazzle you now? Um, leadership? I, well, if I start, I'll start with teaching. Mm-hmm. 
So I'd say I lead a class of 20 to 30 kids every day, different. All of them gems. All of them gems, but I rarely have any discipline problems. I know how to, now I know how to diffuse those kind of situations and approach it with more empathy, compassion. Very good. Um, I lead classes here at the gym. Mm -hmm. What a leader. What a leader. I'm the oldest of four kids. Four, eh? Four four of us, yeah. We're just getting to know, Shelly. This Mm -hmm. is great. I hope someone hires you. Thanks. Last question. What's your favorite thing of the week? Oh. Yeah. Let's go. Favorite thing of the week. Didn't even... uh, It's friggin' Subway salads again. Mm. She's eating more veggies, part of her nine-step initiative thing. Yeah, radiant 90 days, living. Radiant living. Mm-hmm. All right. Radiant living challenge. Favorite thing. Favorite thing. I actually didn't really... Um, oh, my gosh. Tell me. Wednesday. Last Wednesday. Wednesday's your favorite thing. Last Wednesday. Such a surprise not having to go to school. That was... Oh, my God. I can't... Gosh, I can't even believe i didn't bring this up folks schools closed for rain it was an are you forecast. that's kind of going into my pet peeve a little oh well there you go i really used that day to my advantage i marked like 100 pages oh my I gosh i was so Couldn't grateful believe it i know but i was one snowflake on the ground we're shutting down schools i never thought it would get to the point of rain I think that it was like... It was the forecast of doom and gloom. You got to fact check the news. Like, all you had to do was go on theweathernetwork.com and it showed 50 mils of rain and some wind. It was like the same amount of wind we get on a random Thursday. Oh, on PEI. On PEI. Like, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I know, but I guess I don't watch the news. sweet. But some people are saying, well, the, they were saying, the meteorologists were saying it was going to be this, going to be that. Okay, do your own homework. Mm. Look it up. And look at the radar. It was nothing the whole time. Like people, this I think is it's nuts. Last year, this we is didn't nuts. Notice that we Dorian knew was be Dorian as bad as it was. Well, maybe they downplayed it in the in the news, but you saw it on like like Other. I said. All you have to do is look it up for yourself. Mm-hmm. We have the biggest candy asses in charge. It seems like is this your making pet these peeve? decisions. Well, my pet peeve was the panic that the news <laughs> brings about. Yeah, and for how we react to it. Or just well, in, general. in general, like people are just, we have so much panic and everybody's overreacting about everything. And that I was know. my pet peeve. I, so you're, you loved triggering my pet peeve. No. I hate that word triggered too. No. Joke. I was just really grateful to have that day. Oh, I'm sure. And these no. kids that have gone to school for nine days out of the last six, seven months, I know. they really needed that rain day. Yes. I'm pretty sure I've played baseball in more rain than that. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was a bad day. Oh, my gosh. But Actually, the afternoon was quite nice. I'm still grateful for it. Do you not see, though, how effed that is? I was very surprised that they canceled. Like, I, one of the biggest jokes of 2020, and 2020's full of full. them. Guys, we're not going to school today. Oh, what happened? Did school burn down? No, it's raining. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Holy cow. Anyway, so that kind of... part of that decision-making. I, I know, but somebody is, and they... I mean, a meteor, these meteorologists, they're worse than politicians on their... Like, they say one thing, and false, false, false. 
wrong, wrong, I wrong. I noticed that the weather has not been what's been forecasted. Even last winter. Big snowstorm coming. Lindsay's like, oh, they're going to shut down the taxi. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, snow day, kids. Nope. A little bit of flurries. They'll shut school down, though. Mm-hmm. No storm. We might get an inch. Yeah. This is Canada, people. I know. This is Canada. It is. Those buses aren't going to, like, they're heavy-duty things. They can get through some snow. Yeah. Or drive your own kids to school. Carpool with another family. Mm-hmm. So instead of driving my kids to school on this torrential downpour rain day, maybe got my hair a little wet, the they had to drive them to daycare. Yeah. So you drive them to daycare, you drive them to school. What was, like, I think holy it, freak. it's your responsibility. The school's made of bricks <laughs> and has a roof. It does, yes. Teach my kids. I know. Watch my I hear, kids. I hear what you're saying. I really do. It's That's nuts. But I'm not going to, I'm still saying mm, the it eye was rolls. very appreciated for me. I was... I couldn't believe it. Do you believe that? I know. I couldn't believe it. So anyways, my pet peeve, my pet peeve for this week is the panic that everybody feels when the news just pumps you full of, I mean, like like I've said before, they don't talk about planes landing, they talk about all the negative shit and and everything is the end of the world. Everything is the end of the world. Oh, Hurricane Teddy, which is a post-tropical dust storm with a couple drops like it's all just mm-hmm. over over the top yeah. rhetoric and then the people are all like oh my god well what if what if this happens or what if that we're trying to prevent every accident from happening they saw what they could do with the shutdown with covid now they're just pumping us full of stuff and we're just little puppets and we're gonna do whatever they tell us to do and well now we're gonna prevent every death now we're gonna prevent every case from happening yeah do you see the latest numbers on the survivability of covid no 99.9 percent survival rate and if I could bring up... Is that the, American or worldwide? That's the U.S. You would think Canada would be quite similar. North America. Or better. First world nation. Or better. I'm just saying. So it would be great. Be I don't know. 9.999. 9. Oh. But even as you get up in the older and the pre-existing, like the survivability and the treatments and stuff, like that's good news. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you're on the political aisle. That's amazing. More people surviving is, is good, yeah. So what are we still doing? Why can't I go to Florida? I don't know. (laughs) But I mean, like, everything you hear is just cases, 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 cases. But what about the deaths? Like, where's the deaths? Like, the social. It's all panic. 12,000 new cases. That documentary would go back to it and say, like, that hysteria is driven by, like, the people that are controlling our social media feeds. Right. And the loony left is just just lapping it up yeah lapping it up that's whoever will be like, for that data wait till what, what are they gonna do when flu season kicks off here in about three days oh my god they've got covid symptoms oh, they got the flu shut up i know i have a cold and i've been like really oh my god downplaying it because when you have a cold that's a lot of covid signs eat healthy go to the gym you're gonna be over your cold in freaking 30 minutes because you're active tomorrow yeah. take care of your body's people turn the damn news off and no, do your own I homework. I never watch the news or listen to it. You oh. are my only news source. Shouldn't, shouldn't be. You should do your own homework. You should follow up. You should follow up. I'm not as, I'm not as strictly opinion as CNN is, but 
a lot of my stuff is opinion. Mm-hmm. But I'll throw some facts at you at least. Yeah. I'm not strictly the news. No, but but the news is supposed to be strictly fact. Yeah, well, don't watch CNN then. They don't do that anymore. They don't do it. There's a few shows where they will be just straight shooter news, no opinion. They might bring a guest on that would have an opinion. And there are other shows that will openly say, this is like, I am an opinion. Mm-hmm. This is an opinion show. Then there's CNN that just says they're giving you the news. And it's all opinion. Biased. It's great. Like, just say what you are. Like, we know. Most mm-hmm. people would know. But there are some plebes out there that think that they're shooting them the straight news. And they're like, oh, my God. What was that plebes reference to? Well, I don't know. Just ignore it. What was that, what was that from? What were the, the like, that class in um, 1984 called? Breakfast Club? <laughs> I thought you meant a 1984 movie or something. Yeah, I think it's from 1984. Yeah, the plebes or plubes yeah. or foops. It sounds like plubes. It sounds like pubes. And boobs. Oh. oh my God, Aaron, grow up. But um, yeah, like just come out and say, here's my opinion. And mm-hmm. not like they're tr- literally trying to trick people. And you're like, what? You lied to us for three years about Russia, Russia, Russia. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. We're going to be at war with North Korea. We're going to be at war with China. We're going to be at war with Iran. If we do this, we do that. He's never getting rid of ISIS. But that must All that be, shit is wrong. But they must be doing that because that's what's getting them... Horseshit ratings? Products or whatever. Yeah. yeah. If us. they weren't in every airport, CNN wouldn't exist. But that's what every other country's getting is CNN's reporting. And so that's why you walk around Canada and you're like, oh, my God, the U.S., what a joke, yeah. Donald Trump, what a joke. Mm-hmm. Do your damn homework, people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just your program. That's all you're getting. And yeah. people don't care to fact check. check or anything. And, and to be honest with you, other countries shouldn't really care. And we don't really give a shit either about what other countries think. And that's the beauty about being Yeah, I mean, America. if you had a business that was impacted by what's happening in other right. countries, you should be aware. But, right. like, I could... I don't really care that much what happens but if you lived in if you lived in denmark and you turn you're flying in the airport and you've got cnn on you're like the u.s just killed soleimani and war world war three with iran is imminent and i'm like okay that ain't happened and it doesn't happen (laughs) right and then like oh north korea just launched a missile world war three coming and you know they just i'm pretty sure they just ended up decades-long war with South Korea and now you know we were going to war with China because of the tariffs never happened mm-hmm. you know the Middle East they'll never be peace now there's they're signing peace agreements in the Middle East and somehow that's bad mm-hmm. you know what I mean like all this bad this shit's gonna happen and chaos. now all there has been there's been no new wars ISIS is gone mm-hmm. pulling troops out of Afghanistan there's peace agreements between Bahrain the United Arab Emirates Israel and more to come like what what's like mm-hmm. it's everything is wrong yeah well they're just going to keep creating because their guy is not in office or their woman is not mm-hmm. in office that's messed up uh-huh. this is in every airport that's irresponsible yeah they literally lied to everyone on tv for three and a half years mm-hmm. but they must wait be- till they get a hold of trump's new so supreme come, court pick oh so how come nobody is holding them accountable for that then I think they. I think their viewership is way, way, way down. So I mean, what else can you do? 
Mm. You can't regulate the media. You have a free media, First Amendment, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can only counter it with less biased media, and right. people will... Like it. That's what I mean. CNN's viewers are sheep. We'll just say that. That's kind of... <gasps> Good Sorry, God, me. people. She's nearly... I said sheep and she lost her shit. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I'm rambling on a little bit about stuff that's a little political. Little. Little. So we don't really want to get too much into that. But, mm-hmm. but I think that I think we have a lesson today. What's the lesson? What's, what's, the, what's the moral of our story today? Don't bump your mic. Yes. But I think don't believe everything that you see or hear. Like And put your phone down. Put your phone down. Yeah. Like, no, I agree. Life and is I mean, happening out there. Follow and like, especially your your news sources. Like, holy fair. Okay, you see a forecast and you're like, oh, I'm gonna just check it out for myself. Check the radar and you're like, oh my gosh, what? Mm-hmm. That's a little exaggerated. Yeah. I mean, it's fine to be they prepared just for said, stuff. Bring an umbrella today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wear some boots. <laughs> Maybe a rain jacket. Probably not though. No. <laughs> and yeah, just do your homework. For, like. There's a lot of different sources of information, and mm-hmm. I think everybody's going to be kind of working their way towards that eventually. But because the mainstream media and your CNNs and your MSNBC are just losing, losing viewers. I just have no that, interest like, and faith in them. We, ha- we can only have, be wrong for so long. Right, but we might have that perspective because we remember a time when news was real and it wasn't at our fingertips. As far as we know. Well, there was Dan Rather lied right to the American people, and I don't want to get too much into that, but he's was straight news, right? Uh-huh. Full of shit, too. Well, we have a lot more fact lie. checking now, yes, but we have a lot more fake stuff out there, too, and edited stuff. And, and I just worry that, like, the generation that our kids are in, maybe their filters won't be as, yeah, I don't know. I worry. It's hard to know. I think it'll be moving more towards a like citizen journalists that are in there reporting live from the ground. No other, you know, big billionaires controlling uh-huh. their content, telling them what to say. Uh-huh. You know, telling what stories to gloss over, like with Jeffrey Epstein, who uh-huh. you know, with uh, I don't I don't know if it was MSNBC was caught on a hot mic saying I had this story three years ago. And they wouldn't let me run with it. Oh and, you know, it's just these companies are controlled by billionaires and they have a political agenda yeah. and you're only allowed to talk about certain things. But if you go to YouTube, you know, I, I watch a guy named Tim Poole who is a left of center guy. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I've had enough with this fake news BS. He was a citizen journalist through that Occupy Wall Street and... He's very liberal with a lot of views, but he's like, the left has lost it. Like, the media has lost it. Anyways, he gives a good perspective on almost everything, every day. Very active. Tim Pool. Conservative twins are hilarious. The conservative twins are funny. Anyways, there's lots of, and you can get every side of the political aisle. But they bring facts, at least, and, you know, it's just additional knowledge to... But you even know, how one pad person your presents the facts mm-hmm. is going to be slightly different. Right, than right. And else. there's an agenda a little bit, but you yeah, have to like get a, both. That's why I like yeah. Tim Pool. 
why comes, he comes at you from both sides. Like, I don't mm-hmm. agree with everything he says, but he'll bring up an article. He'll go through it and talk about the facts. And there's all kinds of other sources for articles that are le- legitimate. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's... Too legit to quit. Yeah, there you go. Do your homework. Yes. Don't panic over no. what you hear in the news. Take a break. Go This inside. COVID shit's going to be gone here soon. We'll have a vaccine. Everyone else can take it. I don't need to take it. And uh, then I can go to Florida. Yes, I right? know. You're missing right? home again. Well, we're, like I said, we're supposed to go to a wedding in Jamaica. February. Third week of February. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully that can happen. But if not, we'll be going to Florida. Yeah. Still going to Florida. March break. Couple weeks. Get ready, Mom and Dad. It's going to mm-hmm. be crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? I'll just smuggle you in. Yeah, there's no way we'll be quarantined by then. There's no way. The election will be over. You don't have to panic. Right? Right. Conspiracy. Yes. Plandemic. Plandemic. All right, let's shut her down for the day. Next week, Shelly's in charge. She's going to work on getting a guest because I just told her to. Right. I do have Charles Skierman lined up. Oh. Tried to get him for today, but he was down east, likely sticking to his diet. Likely. Yes. A little bit of golf. All right, you guys have a great night, and hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next week. See ya. Oh, my legs! Ow! It didn't work. (laughs) I'm just kidding.